This is Slack and Slash Productions. Bringing you an extra special bonus Strawcast, a fast cast, featuring Scott Sharplin and Gail Bird. And we're not yet playing the game, although maybe by the time you have access to this, we'll be not deep into it. But uh, right now we're getting set up, and we're geeking out about <laughs> the two special editions of Curse of Strahd. So uh, I want to talk about what's in both of them. Uh, we have them both. I was lucky enough to get one for my birthday and the other for Christmas. So, thanks, Mom. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're both pretty awesome. Although, I think if we had to vote, we'd already know which one's the awesomest. So, what are you looking at right now there, Gail? Uh, this is a very cool map. There are many, many very cool maps. This is Barovia. Right. With so, some breakout maps. So, on the one side of this fold-up map, you've got Barovia, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the land. And yes. on the flip side, you've on got... On the other side is a delicious amount of maps for the inside of the castle. Castle Ravenloft. Yeah. So I know fuck all mm -hmm. about Ravenloft. Mm -hmm. all right. Except this is gorgeous. Yeah. Well, and I'm and, super stoked. This and, is great. And, and old school fans like myself, uh, who grew up playing first edition D&D, &D, uh, almost certainly have those very maps imprinted on their brains. <laughs> the isometric 3D design of the Castle Ravenloft maps uh, was revolutionary at the time. It uh, it really went a long way to making that module stand out, mm -hmm. although there were other things it had going for it. Uh, what you've got in front of you uh, is from the Curse of Strad revamped right. edition. Well, what makes it different? Uh, well, um, the maps themselves, I don't think, have changed much at all since first edition. Oh, we um, found a thing you didn't know before, though. Mm -hmm. what, did we discover little, if it was there? The little there? room? Yeah, no, I haven't compared it to it the original original. So it's possible that some details have changed, um, because this is not even the second iteration of Castle Ravenloft. It's at least the third. Okay. There was Ravenloft in first ed. There was a Ravenloft box set in second ed. Pretty sure. Oh yeah, Expedition to Castle Ravenloft in Third Ed or 3.5. Third. Um, who knows <laughs> if there was something in Fourth Ed? Nobody cares. Uh, and now we're into Fifth Ed. Nobody cares. You care about Fourth Ed? Oh, no, fourth I assure oh, you, I do not. Uh, pardon, pardon the less me. we speak of it, that was the gas leak year. <laughs> it's the fourth too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, community deep cut. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, the the short answer is these maps are in color. Yeah. Uh, so there are so little, they little spots of color. Nope, nope. They were all just black and white. Um, and they've added little embellishments around the edges to help give some definition uh, and context to it. Um, so, for example, uh, the columns that kind of come down uh, from each of the isometric maps. Um, I think some of the details inside the rooms, you know, like this magic circle, I don't remember being there. Um, but but I'd say 90% of those original maps are lovingly maintained right. in, in this. So they always had those letters, so like K64, yeah. this yeah. is a block that you're in. Yeah. And then it, it that's there's a staircase and it says up 40 feet to map 3. So that right. was always like that. So right. then I would... So if they were here in K64 and they decided to go up the stairs, I'd have to find map three, mm -hmm. which is here somewhere. I'm mm -hmm. certain of it. Mm -hmm. It's not in any order. Main floor. 
and I would find K64, and there they are. Mm. Cool. Mm. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. There is an order, but it's not immediately intuitive. No, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, um, they're floors rather than... Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Uh, so the the maps here are coming from, I should have said, from the Curse of Strahd revamped edition. That's um, Wizards of the Coast, uh, which is to say Hasbro, uh, published these in a special edition uh, in 2020. And so they've included the original maps, but in a slightly fancier, shinier, fold-up map version. Um, the, the same, I'll just uh, flip over here and read you what else comes in that edition. Um, first of all, it's got a lovely box. It's a, a coffin-shaped box. It's about, I don't know, two feet. Um, and when you open it up, there the first thing you see is a coffin-shaped cutout that shows Strahd himself mm-hmm. sleeping in his coffin. It's, it's, it's a lovely touch. Uh, so you can pull that out, and it's got his stats on the back. And then everything else in there is uh, for the Dungeon Master. You've got the Curse of Strahd revamped uh, booklet, which uh, is 220-some pages. Uh, and then you've got a couple of other little booklets, one with monsters in it and one that details the Taroka deck. The Taroka deck comes with the edition as well. 54 foil-stamped Taroka cards. Um, What's a a Taroka? Maybe we'll talk about the deck in another uh, fast cast. Okay. um, Because there's lots to cover there. Um, And then the other components of the uh, revamped edition. uh, There's a Dungeon Master screen. And there are some postcards. 12 postcards (laughs) uh, you can use to invite your friends to the game. That's kind of the, the like, fun value-added components mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. that everybody wants one little extra thing, so that's what you get. That's game today! Extra thing, right. Well, that wasn't addressed to me. No, no, you didn't mm. get one, but maybe you will. I, I've, I've got 12, <laughs> and I've only sent them to three players, so... <laughs> All right. If you're good to me. I guess. Yeah. Um, so, it's a great package for a lot of reasons. So, that's your revamped edition. And then the other special edition, the legendary edition, is actually published by a whole other company uh, called Beetle and Grimm's. I think it's just a bunch of guys in their basement. Um, <laughs> Being but, awesome. But they're guys who this know their crap. Amazing. Yeah, they they know what gamers want. So we've this. got a we've got a giant box. It's not <laughs> it's not coffin shaped, but that's maybe better because this cares? fits in my backpack. And this time, when you open it up, instead of a, um, a picture of Strahd sleeping. In his coffin, you've got Strahd. He's he's ready for to have you for dinner, one way or the other. Um, it's a, a gorgeous black matte fold-out card, um, about the size of a, a you know loose leaf sheet. But it can stand up on the table, facing the players, and it's got the stats on the back. And that's a hundred times better than the coffin-shaped one, which can't stand up anywhere. <laughs> That's a tiny little touch that means the Legendary Edition is better, but there are so many other things <laughs> to start with. that make the Legendary Edition better. Oh, man. Um, it, it's, yeah, it's gone out, on out, all out. So um, a, a few of the same things. There's a Dungeon Master screen. That's different, um, though. It is different, yeah. it's um, the, the, the one in Revamped is, I would say, horizontal. So it's sort of, they both fold out into four. But that one folds out into four low partitions, mm. whereas this one folds out into four uh, tall partitions. I see what you're saying. So that's that's a matter of preference. Um, the the artwork on the player facing side is different. 
uh, and I like the Legendary Edition stuff a lot better. Um, the artwork on the on the revamped one is kind of, I don't know, it's almost abstract. It shows the castle and some of the other locations, but there really isn't a lot of action or flavor, uh, whereas this is a, an image of heroes fighting monsters with Ravenloft, the castle in the background. It's, <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty awesome. Um, I haven't secret things on the other side. I haven't compared the info on the on the insides yet. I know it's different info on both. Um, I'll I'll do that some other Maybe time. We get one each. I think we will. Oh, here's the other one right oh, here. Look at that. Look at that. Look at me. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you see oh, what I mean? That this it's one a, is. A, it's not a that it's abstract. Orientation. It's it's more flat illustrative. Whereas yeah. That's this the yeah. Which which edition? The Beetle that's, edition. Yeah, that's is, legendary. It's, it's very um, it's high fantasy style. Yeah, it's it's almost rough. It's almost uh-huh. uh, concept art. It's very. Hmm. Um, yeah, this is this. They're very just ex- incredibly different styles. Yeah. I kind of like this one. This it's it's. Pretty. I find it evocative. Um, yeah. Which is yeah, nice. There's, there's no action. No. Nothing's happening. No. It's very flat, very cool colors. That's really cool. Yeah. I dig it. Well, and I think the info on the inside of that one is better as well. It's got more general D&D info. Sure. Uh, but also some special stuff, like the Taroka spread is, oh. is mentioned there. There's random encounters in Barovia, yeah. that sort of stuff. This one is, it's got important characters. The Beetle one. The, yeah, the, the, the Legendary Edition. Legendary. Has the important NPCs, important Barovians. It describes them and their stat blocks and stuff. So that's useful because that information does not appear anywhere else in either uh, version. Oh, really? I mean, within the text, of course, but not cataloged somewhere specific. Gotcha. Um, but then it's got a miniature map of Barovia that includes travel times. Oh! Useful information could have been in a little table instead of a map. Mm. So it would have taken up mm-hmm. less space. Mm-hmm. And then... Put something, put it over that. And then random encounters and areas by level and a list of Barovian names so I can make stuff up on the fly. <laughs> I don't know. They're both useful. They, they both contain a lot of useful information. Well, it's a good thing there's two of us. Yeah. yeah. Whip them both out. Whip them out. Whipping them out. All right. So speaking of whipping them out, uh, so much other stuff in uh-huh. the Beetle and Grimm's Legendary Edition. I'll just give you a quick overview of some of it. Uh, we've got handouts. We've got every conceivable handout. All the stuff that you could conceivably give to players. Uh, who could have conceived been, it? Who conceived been, these things? This is amazing. What is this? Inconceivable. That's, what is, okay, that's so the this deed. is a scroll that's been rolled mm-hmm. up and yeah. tied with yeah. twine. Mm-hmm. It is a deed of property. What the love, ever-loving fuck. Yeah, they're, they're this handouts. is crazy. Here's a, here's a, a... You can fill it out! Fragments of a diary or a, a memoir sure, um, from an old dead knight. And uh, there's... Uh, letters to and from. They're, they even have some blank envelopes in case you well, want to write not? something specific. Or you um, can put secrets in there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they, they're they're all aged and tea stained and so on. So they look yeah. they look good. They look realistic. Uh, here are a couple of my favorite ones from the handout department. Mm-hmm. There's an ad for the Festival of the Blazing Sun, oh, which is something that happens in Balaki when you get there. Uh-huh. Revelry and cheer, rain and shine, all will be well. Attendance is mandatory. Ha! So that's fun. Yeah, so from a graphic design perspective, mm-hmm. the, they're tea stained, but that's printed. It's a printed tea stain, so they didn't stain the papers. No. They made stains digitally and then printed them out, which is sli- Agreed. slightly different, but, but I think, just as cool. But I think this is hand-crinkled. Like, it's been that. crinkled? Yeah. Look at that. Somebody yeah. squashed it and yeah. put it somebody, in the box. Somebody did that job. That's lovely. That's, that's attention to detail. I can dig it. Yeah. 
Um, wine is an important uh, motif in the game, mm. so we have some different wine labels, <laughs> and I think they are stickers. Yep, they are yeah, stickers. So we can put be, them on a bottle. We'll be battling some wine. There we go. There we go. Uh, there are also some stick-on um, plastic um, imitation wax seals. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah, that's fun. I'll make uh, real ones. There we go. Yeah, that's not that hard. We got some coins. Um, nice heavy coins with the profile of Strahd von Zarevich on the back. Uh, and an even heavier icon. No, it's not the icon. It's you the holy symbol of Ravenloft. Sorry, you're moving on, but you can't mm -hmm. not clink these. Clink, clink. <laughs> What's this thing now? That is the holy symbol of Ravenloft. It's oh one, of, one of several uh, relics that the players are almost certainly going to need to find if they're going right. to defeat Strahd. So after they've hunted for that for many, many, many games, we'll be able to bring this out and hand it to them. And it's it's an actual medallion. It looks to me, it looks like the um, the the key to the well of souls in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, you know the medallion that your father uh, kept. You're you're talking to me as though I'm going to Raiders remember of the Lost watched. Ark. Okay, we're going to pause this. Movie, we're going to pause this and <laughs> go watch, go Raiders, watch Raiders of yeah. the Lost Ark. Listen. It clinks, yes. It's, very a good. Real, it's heavy, it's metal, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's all those things. Yeah. Um, so those are the handouts. Then you've got monster stats. You've got uh, like individual sheets for all the different monsters. Uh, they're printed on cardstock. I can't and, even. And NPCs. The, the stack and, is three inches thick. I yeah, don't it's even gigantic. Know. Everything what about this is, is gigantic. What is even happening? What are you saying? What is this? Mm hmm. Uh, what? It comes with another Taroka deck. It looks identical to you the one. You keep moving on, and I'm so stoked. I can't even stand it. All right, These all right. These are beautiful. That's mostly artwork from the either from the Monster Manual or from Curse of Strahd's revamp. So you'll find all that art in other locations, but they yeah. have taken them out and put them on separate cards. And they're like with the stats on the back. So. Six. I can I can organize my monsters much yeah. much more easily than ever before. And they're like six by eight cards, so this nice heavy cardstock is mm -hmm. freaking fabulous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If I were really I frame these in wallpaper, the uh, you could do that. Because... You could do that. If I were really generous, I would uh, after they defeat um, the whoever's whoever's after they defeat this skeleton, uh, I might give the skeleton card to the players, and then they can do what they want with it if they want to like. Put it on their own. Wait, did that unfold? Do they yeah. all unfold? Yeah, they all fold. They stand they up on the table. They stand up. Yeah. Yeah. What? Just like monsters do. Until <laughs> you kill them. All right. All right. Can I move on? I might be overly excited. Carry on. All right. What, what are we talking about? The Taroka deck. Well, yeah, the, there's there's a Taroka deck. It's the same as, as in the revamped edition. It's a, it's a tarot deck, only different. Uh, It is inspired by the tarot decks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then in here we've got, I think this is sort of more of the same idea... Stuff. Yeah, it's more fold-outs, cards, artwork. Oh, it's like, um, like atmospheric. Kind yeah, of a lot stuff. of them are sort of atmospheric. Some of them are magic items. But oh. but this is, you know, and this is sort of the classic thing, is that you can either read the flavor text that describes the gates of or Castle Ravenloft, or you can just show them this. Or, hi, these are the gates of Yeah, yeah, Castle this is what you're looking at. And then they know immediately what to expect. NPCs, some more magic items, and so on. Very then cool. there are then there are two things left, and we've saved both the best and the silliest for last. <laughs> uh, the silliest, this is the, the same the sort of silly value added thing, are the finger puppets. Yes, finger puppets. Yeah, the finger puppets, <laughs> and there are one, two, three, four, Jimmy, five of them. This is a werewolf. Yeah, you silly fuck. Of course fuck. it is. 
Don't let it bite you. Oh my god. So we've got Strahd yeah, himself. Of course we do. We've oh, got yeah, he's this so, guy's name. He looks super scary. Yeah, exactly, that. right? Well, I think this is the exact same image of Vampire that you used as a placeholder in our website. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. You know, remember. <laughs> oh, I do remember. It's yeah. not the exact same, but it does still, match. Still very similar. <laughs> this this is called this? the Faceless Bride. Oh, creepy. Yeah. And, and also adorable. And then there's a zombie cleric. He fell down. He's over oh, on the floor no. there. Uh, they Don't do let the cats in. get them. No, all right. Um, so whatever. Uh, I'm not going to use those. But what? <laughs> what the actually, hell? Actually, no. I lied. There, there is a context in which we could use them because there is a toy maker character in the game. There. Yeah. So maybe when the toy maker uh, becomes important, we'll, if you we'll think trot these out. I'm not going to have Strahd on my finger when they're fighting him. You've that's, lost your goddamn mind. That's. Uh, we'll talk like this. about boop, it. Boop. Because I know my players, and I know that some of them will revolt. Flip, of course flip they the will. table when they see that. Absolutely. That's this is not what D&D is about. D&D is not about finger puppets. All right. Let's turn to the last and most awesome slash overwhelming elements of the Legendary Edition, the maps. These guys have gone so far overboard with these maps, I'm, I'm kind of terrified of it. I told you it all came in a big black box, but in fact, it came in a big black box and a big black poster tube. Huge. And there's dozens of them. In fact, I'm pretty sure I counted 27 separate maps for the castle itself alone. <laughs> 27. Uh, and these are big, like they're two by three. They're they, two yeah. feet wide. Yeah. And they're, that's... They're that, poster size. That's sized. two and a half, three feet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because they're designed to act as battle mats. And this is the first time that I think I have ever, ever had a campaign, a module, a printed adventure with battle maps already prepared for every conceivable encounter. Uh, it's it's just it's amazing. Uh, I can't I can't even express how <laughs> how wild that is. Um, they are gorgeous. Uh, the the ones the Castle Ravenloft ones, which we don't have out in front of us right now, but you yeah, saw them a day ago, and and they're all black and white and ooky spooky, and have little details embellished in there that like mm-hmm. you you reveal this to your players, and they are both intrigued and terrified just by what they see on the map with one inch grids. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, with the grids for your figs. It's yeah, the maps with the grids, and it's yeah, flipping amazing. Yeah, uh, and they do flip. They they're double sided. Double sided. Yeah. Um, there's, there are some, a few smaller sized ones that you can sort of use as map inserts. Um, so for example, when you get up to the highest towers of Ravenloft, I think they're on smaller cards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's one kind of medium sized map of Barovia itself. It's lovely. It's on, you said it was like wallpaper. It's a a very heavy textured paper. Yeah. Very textured paper. It, It looks like it could be, um, could be vellum, right? It could be leather. Um, Could be leather. I yeah. think it's meant to look like leather. Yeah, it is, and 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 it doesn't have any secrets on it. It's for the players. It's a, a player's map of Barovia. It looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, so with all of those maps of many different sizes, different sides, and different locations, uh, I'm kind of intimidated I'm as not, a DM. I'm well, I'm in. awesome. I got your maps, baby. All right, then this is going to work out. This is a good arrangement because. I love the idea of being able to unroll the appropriate battle mat for every potential encounter, uh, but I I don't want to have to stop the game 
every time they move, mm-hmm. you know, and especially in Castle Ravenloft, because they're going to be going up and down the stairs, you mm-hmm. pointed it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this leads up three stories to this, and this leads down there. So we're not only going to have to keep track of the locations, K63 to K84, but also map 12B connects mm-hmm. to map 4C and so on. I expect what we can do mm-hmm. is, based on where they were or where they start mm-hmm. the last time, that we scope out what are the exits from this area and we pick what those maps are going to be and we just put them in order Mm -hmm. um and Mm -hmm. it's not your problem and i'll Mm -hmm. i'll find them (laughs) maybe maybe we'll find put little tags on them like just little sticky notes that are going to damage it that stick at the top this is k3 this is math 12. Yeah, that, we'll, that might we'll work. We'll find it. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not They're insurmountable. They're too cool not to use them. Absolutely. I'll, I'll figure it out. Absolutely. No, it's uh, not insurmountable at all. Um, and it'll be a while before the players get to Castle Ravenloft, mm-hmm. where most of the maps uh, are used. So we'll have some time to practice with some of the other smaller sites yeah. before we actually get to the, 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 big, the big finish. So, uh, that is, uh, that is two special edition Ravenloft sets that came out this year. Oh, yeah, that's the final thing. It contains all the text, uh, that the revamped edition has, but they've split it up into several different books. So, chapters, whereas the, the revamped edition has a big, thick book, 250 pages, and a couple of appendices. This one has got a series of smaller ones. Chapters one, two, three are in page or are like fifty pages long, and then there's chapters four and five, and so on. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it's just a different way of a laying to carry it out. Them around it's or... a little easier to carry them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Which is good when you've got so much to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Curse of Strahd campaign is a sandbox composed of many different sandboxes. There's all kinds of moving parts at all times. So it really is, I think, the major challenge for DMs is, is being able to, to organize your materials. And even if you don't have one of these monster special editions, that's a challenge. So everybody needs an assistant DM. And you, ah. Gail, are mine. All right. All right. I'm in. It's going to be great. Strahdcast is produced by Slack and Slash Productions. We're based in Cape Breton, Nova Scotia, also known as Unamagi, the unceded and ancestral territory of the Mi'kmaq people. Other participants have joined the podcast remotely using Zoom from Treaty 6 land, a.k.a. Alberta, as well as Seminole territory, a.k.a. Florida. We're honored and grateful to live and work on native land. They're called First Nations for a reason. Our campaign is inspired by, and uses material from, both Curse of Strahd Revamped, published by Wizards of the Coast, and the Curse of Strahd Legendary Edition, published by Beetle and Grimms. Special thanks to Laura and Tracy Hickman for writing I-6 Ravenloft, the module that started it all. Let us know what you think of us. You can find us at slackandslashpod.com. Or search us on Facebook or Twitter using the same phrase, Slack and Slash Pod, all one word. If you like what we do, please rate or review us on the podcast platform where you found us. Until next time, thanks for listening. Be brave and shine bright. Mm-hmm.